Hi, I'm Jay Alex Woods, and I'm here to help you exceed beyond your wildest dreams and expectations. With my 30 plus years of entrepreneurial, executive, and agile coaching experience, I intend to empower you with the systems, strategies, and curated insights from the top thought leaders in tech, business, psychology, and team building to help you sharpen your focus and change your culture by delivering your most creative work that matters to people who care. Episode 2, The Power of Strategic Humility. Not too long ago, I was in a daily scrum. That is a meeting of all of the developers. It's a very short meeting where we talk about the things that we're going to try to accomplish that day and some of the things that we weren't able to accomplish the previous day. And if anything, that might be holding us up. And that day, that particular day, we had one of the architects in our daily scrum. And this architect who was known not necessarily to be one of the most agreeable people, basically said a few things that set a lot of people in that meeting on edge. He said that he was in control of things and that there was nothing that could be done and that it was going to take too much budget to move things forward. That's generally what he said. Everything he said was basically true, but the way he said it left everyone in a very apprehensive state. They were suffering from anxiety and depression, almost, from the way that they were behaving. Group dynamics are very fragile. One thing that we had to decide, or the squad had to decide, I'm the coach, and I'm not, one thing you don't do is tell people what to do. You try to illuminate the path, and they come to their own decisions, because they all have all of the information that they need to make the best decision for for themselves collectively. The squad decided to go back to the architect who they knew was a blocker for them to get their work done and make an appeal to them, to this particular architect to say, look, we need you to help us get what we need to have done. And they are a pretty mature team. They understood the power of strategic humility. They understood that if they went back to the architect to argue with him, to fuss with him, to try to put him in his place and try to use leverage of the organization to try to get him to do his job, that it would just come to loggerheads and would ultimately move things at a glacial pace, if at all. So they rightly decided, and I was glad to be a part of that decision, to go back to the architect and say to him that, We need your help. We need your help collectively. The idea put them in a place where they could either be further humiliated or start to have a conversation about what it was that they were having an issue with. Now, this took about three days of them going back and forth and them trying to get time on each other's calendars and and all kinds of things. It finally brought them to a place of discussion and conversation. Did they get exactly what they wanted? No. What they did learn was something about the network that they didn't understand before, something about the the system that they didn't understand before. And the architect understood that it was more than what he said. It was more important, not just how he said it, but the way he said it, the way he presented it. The big lesson learned here, which we discussed in the next retro, 
was about humility and courage and transparency. The real lesson was the power of strategic humility. And that term is something that I came up with after observing this type of behavior so for so many years where people can't get together until somebody decides to be humble, until somebody decides to say, okay, I'll take the hit. I'll take one for the team. These things are not new. As far as we can see, and if you look beneath the surface, everything that has been accomplished of any from a cultural standpoint where there was things changed, where people's attitudes were changed, where people looked at things differently and those things were changed. If you look under the surface one click down, you'll probably see this thing that I'm calling strategic humility. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, it was her strategic humility that actually helped in women's and people's rights and even men's rights because of her strategic way of of being humble. She took on men's cases and flipped them and ended up getting women's rights because of those things. That's strategic humility. Strategic humility is when you take somebody like Nelson Mandela, who understood how to get people to respect him while he spent 27 years in prison to come out to be the president of his of his country. The first thing is to be honest with yourself. You can never have an impact on society if you have not changed yourself. And one of the most important weapons in changing yourself is to recognize that peace, I mean, people everywhere in the world want peace. But humility is one of the most important qualities which you must have. Because if you are humble, if you make people realize that uh, you are no threat to them, then people will embrace you. That's strategic humility. Strategic humility is Mother Teresa, Gandhi, Thoreau, all these people who understood not just how to be humble, but how to strategically be humble. Because if you are just just humble for the sake of being humble, that's just like being arrogant for the sake of being arrogant. It gets you nothing. It gets you nowhere. But when you are strategic about your humility, in other words, you are in a place where you understand and you've read the room and you know that it's important for you to take one step down it, where you know that it's important for you to, to uh, eat last or you know that it's more important for you to say, hey, I want to have peace versus I want to have controversy or just my way. These things are really, truly important. There's never been that I can see if you really do a study of history on this thing, you will see that the people who have been the most persuasive, the most strong, the most prevailing in our society and cultures have been those who, I mean, from a positive standpoint, are those who understood humility and when it was time to use it. Now, if you look up the word humility, you'll find that it's more of an adjective and a description. 
I didn't really see where it was a noun. Now, I know people talk about humility as a skill. I get it. But I want to say humility is more like a tool. Humility can even be weaponized. What do you mean? How can something, it seems to be so paradoxical that something like humility can be used as a weapon. Yeah, it can be used as a weapon against hate. It can be used as a weapon against ignorance. It can be used as a weapon to try to get a better way for a group of people. Through humility, if you weaponize humility, things will change for the better. That's what I mean, that you can decimate certain types of behavior through humility. You can decimate people who are willing to run you out on a rail or tar and feather you through humility. You can decimate a certain amount of hate toward a group of people through humility. You can decimate just total oblivious thinking toward one group of people, another through humility. You can you can break down the walls that have existed for decades and hundreds and maybe even thousands of years through humility. This is what I mean by calling humility a weapon. This is what I mean by actually being strategic with your humility. If you understand that you can put humility down and pick it up and use it and wield it like a sword in battle, then you'll start to see opportunities open. You know why? Because if you think about it, if there has never been anybody that has sold anything or to you, think about it, unless you feel that they have taken the time to understand you, there's something that resonates with you that that gets you to go and take action. And the humility, not because they were just soft or just a certain soft way, but they understood the practice of discovering, designing, delivering, empathetic, creative work focused on value-driven outcomes and impact-specific times. That is the strategic humility definition. That is, it gives you the opportunity to think about humility as a tool, as a weapon against the forces that will push you back. Humility can get you out. Humility can break down the walls. Humility is a thing that just by saying things in a soft manner, just by saying things in a way is firm and concrete, but not confrontational, just for the sake of being confrontational. You can change your world if you think of humility this way. I've seen it. And you can think about some of the greatest people in history who have changed the world for the better. They understood strategic humility. I hope you got some value from this. I wanted to keep this very straightforward, but I'd like for you to let me know what it is that you would like to discuss or talk about or have have some more information given on. I'm playing around with this. This is a solo podcast, basically. I will have interviews as time goes on, but right now I want to get my footing and I want to get acquainted with with my audience, with you, and serve you the best way by finding out what it is that you want and using my experience to bring it to you so that you can exceed, so that you can break down the walls, so that you can have breakthroughs and live the life that you've always deserved. So please email me at jalexwoods at exceed.zone.